man, I can shoot the ball. I know I can shoot the ball. I'm not worried about what anybody says. Like, I'm a dog on the court. That's how I play. They play fast. They have three-point shooting. They're young. They're versatile. And that's how I want to play. That's how I think the game should be played. You know, this team is on the rise. The city's on the rise. Oh, that's, that's exciting. You know, I'm getting chills talking about it. You are listening to Throne Room Breakdown with Jason Jones and Kenny Carraway, only on the Athletic Podcast Network. Yo, what's going on, everybody? It is your man's Kenny Carraway, along with uh, my co-host on the Throne Room Breakdown, Jason Jones. Jason, what's going on with you, man? I'm hanging in there, man. You know, rough rough news, but I'm hanging in. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of why we got together today, man. Uh, had to do an emergency pod, emergency live grieving session or whatever the case, whatever you want to call it. But we lost the Titan uh, in the city of Sacramento and in the Kings community as Marty McNeil passed away earlier today, former um, Kings beat reporter for the Sacramento Bee. Um, I also, I heard he worked in Dallas too, um, maybe before the Bee. I didn't know that either. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. And I I, kind of learned this tidbit today from a man, Clarence Hill. Marty was the first black uh, beat writer on a major beat in the Dallas metropolitan area. Mm. Wow. Wow. Man, that's great. Like, and I, I don't even, I, Jason, you can speak to him. I, you know, I kind of knew Marty later in life and everything or later in his career covering the Kings, but that's something that I don't think he ever would like mention. You know what I'm saying? Like you wouldn't even go bragging and boasting about it. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's major. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? And the thing about Marty was that the one thing Marty would not talk about is Marty. Mm. I just talked, I just called him a couple of weeks ago and like, what's up, man? I said, what's up, Marty? Go, you the man. He always say, what's up, dog? You the man. I'm like, I'm not the man. You the man. He's like, no, you the man. <laughs> you know, yeah. and so it's just, yeah, it's, I've had, I've been thinking about a lot of the memories we had because I met him before I even got to the B. You mm. know, and like I said, I just talked to him a couple of weeks ago and when I found out he, um, this real quick, I tell you, what, I found I didn't even know he was sick. But uh, I, yeah. you know, a, few, a few years ago, he had moved to the Dallas area, and last season, he came to the game, and I'm chopping it up with him. He's saying hi to everybody, saying hi to Bobby, and you know, Bobby, uh, Doug, you know, everyone saying what's up to Marty. And then this season, when I'm in Dallas, I didn't hear from him, and I didn't see him. So. Mm. In early March, after you know, because it was the they played the Kings played in Dallas right before the break. So in mm-hmm. early March, I said I sent him. I said, "Yo, Marty, what's up? You ain't cussed me out in a minute. It called me, you know, <laughs> you go called me out my name. So what's going on?" And he's like, "Man, I'm just dealing with this leukemia thing." Mm. And he's just like, "He's like, but I'll be all right. I'm going home. I'm going. I'm getting out the hospital soon." So called him again to check in on him. He was a. Um, one time I called him as he was talking to his wife. I'm like, Marty, I'll just call you back, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so and then I called him a couple of weeks ago because over at the athletic, we we're talking about doing a uh, a little package about villains. Mm. And I'm trying to run through ideas of Kings villains. And I was saying maybe one of my villains would be the referees from game six and 02. Mm. And so I'm like, I need to talk to somebody who was there in person. And, you know, who was, a, and, I, and nobody, no better person to go to than Marty. And I called him. I could tell he wasn't feeling good when I talked to him. But he told me, hey, man, I got you, dog. You know, hey. Because, you know, it, it, we'll just, you know, I said, I'll give you a call in a couple of weeks. You know, mm. and, you know, I never got to make that call. But it's, so it's, that's tough. But 
I did, I, you know, when I talked to him, I said, man, I'm just glad I get to hear your voice, you know, because, yeah. and I'm glad I, and uh, a bunch of us other writers got together last month and we put, uh, I tweeted it out, put it on my, my, my work Facebook and my personal Facebook about, it's about 15 minutes long. It's a video of a bunch of writers from around the country, all of us just saying how, you know, we love you, Marty, we, you know, how we, you know, we thinking about you and I might've been the youngest dude on there. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got Mark Spears, a bunch of different guys, you know, weighing in, you know, uh, just all, you know, all, you know, if you if you knew Marty was hard not to love Marty, so yeah, yeah he, he meant a lot. He meant a lot to my career because I I struggled going from the NFL to the NBA in part because Marty wasn't on the beat no more, and Marty had gotten laid off. Mm. And I kind and you know I don't know maybe it's that that thing they call survivor's guilt. I felt guilty covering the Kings without Marty, mm. and Marty told me it was okay. Wow. He was like, "Just do your thing." I, I mean, I legit felt like, "How could I be doing this? I, I can't be where I can't do what Marty did." But Marty was like, "Man, you a real dude. They gonna like you. You'll be fine." Right. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Marty Mack, man. To I, I know on, on my end, seeing him being a kid growing up in Sacramento, and um, I love Sacramento, and I think Sacramento gets. A little bit of a bad rep for its um, diversity, but let's keep it real, Jason. Sacramento is not Washington D.C. It's not Chocolate City, right? right. So, um, to be a, a young black kid in this city and to follow the Kings and to have Marty McNeil, a black man, a black voice that you see every day, pretty much telling you what's going on in the locker room, on the court, things of that nature, things of that nature. It was it was inspiring for me. It, it made it really made me feel like this is something that I could do as somebody that was an opinionated opinionated uh, teenager and you know young kid about sports and passionate about it. I was like, well, man, I see Marty every day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I could I could do this. You know what I'm saying? If I you know after I made the NBA, obviously that was the first goal. <laughs> but after I retired from the NBA, I could do this. And um, man, that 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 means so much. You know, that means so much to be able to see those type of examples. And um, he just seemed like the coolest dude. I didn't meet Marty late until later. He was gone from the B and, um, you know, he, he wasn't really covering sports like that, at least as far as I knew. Um, but I remember one time, quick story, I was uh, just got done with college and I was trying to possibly go overseas or do something professional with basketball. And I was working out with Gus Armstead, shout out to Gus, um, out of basketball town. Um, in the summer and I was working out, we were, you know, it's always like 15 guys there or something like that. And we played the scrimmage and I was doing my thing on the scrimmage. I was hitting, I was killing. And Marty ended up showing up that day and he was just kind of sitting there watching everything. And after the game, uh, after a couple games, he, uh, you know, I ended up being by next to him or something like that. And he was like, Hey, uh, what's your name, man? And I was like, Kenny Caraway, try to play cool or whatever. And then he was like, well, where, where school did you go to? Where are you from? I was like, oh, I'm from SAC. I went to McClatchy. Um, you know, I just got done at Cal State East Bay. He's like, oh, okay. He's like, you, you look good out there. You could play. You could play. And that was it. And that was all I needed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because a dude that I respected that had seen so much basketball um, in his lifetime thought that I could play. And I was I was good. You know what I'm saying? I was like, mm-hmm. this, is, this is awesome. Marty Mack just told me I could play. And, uh, man, he... he, he it's 
I think people are starting to understand it now. You can kind of see it on Twitter and, you know, the reach that he had. But this was a titan, man. This was a titan in the city of Sacramento. And like we said, we're starting to figure out he was a titan all around the, the sports journalism community, to be honest with you. Yeah, I know when the word got out that he was sick, my phone started blowing up from writers around the country. Mark Stein, everyone, hey, man, what's going on? What's going on with Marty? What's going on with Marty? You know, and I, I was like, you know, he told me what was wrong, but did, he didn't. I'm like, I don't know if I should be disclosing everybody, but once it was out, everyone's checking in. The Pro Basketball Writers Association want to know could they do anything for him and the family. I mean, and you, tr- I mean, people forget uh, when Marty got to the Kings, they weren't a good team. <laughs> <laughs> but so for a long time before the Kings got good. The, when you thought about the Kings, you thought about Marty. Right. When you went around the country, just because that, that's who everyone knew. Mm-hmm. And so when I first met him, I mean, I was in, I was in grad school and one of my mentors, uh, Paul Mitchell, who's uh teaches at N- Nevada, Reno, he's a journalism professor told me you got to meet Marty Mack. And I'm like, <laughs> who is Marty Mack? I said, Marty, you don't know no brother's name, Marty. <laughs> And so I think I sent him a message or something, and he emailed me back. And then we finally met at a game, and the one thing he told me was about the email thing. And at that time, I'm young. You know, people email me. I ain't replying back. I'm like, I ain't got time to deal with these people. (laughs) And one thing he told me was, I'm going to clean it up for what, what he said. If someone every every Marty story has to be cleaned up. <laughs> if some if someone took the time to sit down and write you, even if it's they hate you, the least you could do is reply and tell them you read it. Hmm. And hmm. so I kind of always kept that in the back of my mind. So I meet him, you know, I'm hanging out with Marty at a Kings Warriors game. Marty letting me hang out with him, introducing me to all. I met, you know, met Jay Will and whole crew that night. Jay Will rocking the velour Sean Johnson sweatsuit. (laughs) And I'm like, like, Mr. McNeil, let me let you go work. He said, first off, my name is Marty. Don't call me Mr. McNeil. (laughs) And I said, but aren't you on deadline? He just pretty much told me F a deadline. We hanging. <laughs> and when I got to the B, everyone told me, we love Marty, but don't adopt Marty's uh, Marty's attitude about deadline. And Marty was like, what they going to do? Run the paper without my story? I don't care. <laughs> that sounds like some Marty Mack stuff right yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, man. I, you know, it's man, it's just just a legend, man. Just an absolute legend. And, and um, the, fu- the interesting thing about Marty is like he was definitely known – as um, a journalist and and what he did with the Kings and things of that nature. But I feel like he took on uh, a second life almost, almost had a rebirth with his Twitter. Like his Twitter <laughs> was popping and people, he would engage with you. And like, I'm sure he got a whole generation of, of Kings fans off his Twitter because Marty was popping on Twitter, man. Yeah, and you know, I would give him, I'd give him Mets. I'd be like, I know you're from New York, but you can't be a Mets and a Yankees fan and a Jets. And if you got to pick one, he tell me, no, I don't have to pick. He said, you from L.A. None of your teams are even from L.A. <laughs> you know, so he would, you know, you know, and he he would come to a, he, I'd see him, whatever, tell me, you know, going to a Kings Laker game. He would tell me, you got your Laker underwear on today. I know you L.A. How you L.A. boys are and. He would tell me, as long as I've been covering the league, I never went to Roscoe's. And I'd be like, come on, Marty. 
Oh, man. You know, but we would have, so. I mean, he always, it's like, he always made it fun. And I didn't subconsciously do it, but it's like, in the King's media room, I'm not quiet. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, where did I learn that? I'm like, I learned it from Marty. I'm like, why are we so uptight in here? We watching right. basketball. Ain't, you know, we watching basketball, y'all. Calm, loosen up. And I, and that's why I have so much fun at work because that first early on encounter with Marty. And then, you know, the other thing I, I want to share real quickly is that my first year on the beat, uh, a lot of people don't know him, uh, maybe not know him now, Paul Coro used to cover the uh, Phoenix Suns. Paul Coro wore a suit to every game. Paul Coro came to shoot around in slacks and a dress shirt. That was mm. dressed down. That's dressed down for Paul. <laughs> and Marty was like, I bet you you wouldn't wear a suit to every game. <laughs> you know that year I wore a suit to every to all 82 games just to prove a point to this to, to prove to Marty that I would do it. Marty was like, I didn't think he was really going to do it. <laughs> I wore a suit when it was freezing on the East Coast. I wore I was like, if Marty was like, you wild because I didn't think you would. You didn't have to really do that. <laughs> but yeah that's what marty did i mean marty that, that was my guy that's my guy yeah man so we we honestly we could go a long time telling marty mac story he, he's got his seen it all and we everybody's had interactions with him but um you know i just wanted to make sure that uh we got on here and, and paid our proper respects um to to the man and like jason is two uh black guys talking about you know, the Sacramento Kings, you cover them for the athletic. Uh, we have a podcast. It would only be right that we make sure we pay our respects to Marty Mack. Because in a lot of ways, I don't want to be too dramatic with it, but I think I'm being real when I say we wouldn't be doing this podcast if it wasn't for somebody like Marty Mack. And we certainly wouldn't be able to do it the way we do it, you know, talk the way we talk and be as comfortable with, with you know, our culture bringing that into the podcast without somebody like Marty Mack who paved the way, you know, in, yeah. in, a, in a market mm -hmm. like Sacramento. So I definitely wanted to make sure, um, shout out to Rob or, you know, our producer that we, we got together, man. And, uh, you know, and, and just pay some respects here, uh, after, after losing a Titan, a Titan. Yeah. Yeah. Marty gave me permission to be myself. Mm -hmm. You know, I was real worried about that. How do I, you know, toe the line. And he's like, man, be you. Mm. He's like, they going to like you or they not going to like you, but be you. You know, so, yeah, and so, I mean, I'm thinking about his wife, his son, Phil, you know, just, I mean, ton of, he has a ton of friends and people, you know, and a lot of us, young and old, even guys like, you know, David Aldridge considered him a mentor. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, always going to have, you know, much love to Marty. I'm glad we got to, you know, I'm glad that I, you know, got to talk to him a few times this year and we got to let him know that we loved him and, you know, while he was here. Yep. Facts. Facts. So just want to uh, give one more shout out to Marty Mack. We love you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, man, uh, we, we, we ain't, we ain't never going to forget you, bro. I'm going to wear my Yankees hat for you, Marty. Oh. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Yankees fitted. Yeah. Take care, man. It's Kenny uh, Caraway. Jason Jones. Take care. Rest in peace, Marty.